Welcome to Everyday Strong, the podcast that teaches parents, teachers, and other caring adults how their everyday loving actions can help their teens cope with anxiety and depression. And now, here's our host, United Way of Utah County's Program Director, Michael Ann Gardner. Hey everyone, it's Michael Ann. Today's episode is a mini episode with just one short tip. And what I want to ask is, how do you get your older teen to change her mind? So here's the problem. It turns out that your teenagers, particularly as they get older, are independent individuals who can often mostly do whatever they want. <laughs> this doesn't mean that we like want to let them do whatever they want or that we don't have rules or boundaries. It just means that as they reach a certain age, there's less and less that we can physically do to stop them. Recently, I was reading a book by a doctor named Atul Gawande, and I want you to listen really carefully to how he describes how the best doctors persuade unwilling patients to do what the doctor knows is in their best interest. Your patient is getting ready to walk out the door. You could stop her in her tracks and tell her she's making a big mistake, give her a heavy speech about cancer, and in all likelihood, you'll lose her. The aim isn't to show her how wrong she is. The aim is to give her the chance to change her own mind. Here's what I've seen good doctors do. They don't jump right in. They step out for a minute and give the woman time to get dressed. They take her down to the office to sit and talk where it's more congenial and less antiseptic with comfortable chairs instead of a hard table, a throw rug instead of linoleum. And often they don't stand or assume the throne behind the big oak desk, but pull up a chair and sit with her. As one surgical professor told me, when you sit close by on the same level as your patients, you're no longer the rushed bossy doctor with no time to talk. Patients feel less imposed upon and more inclined to consider that you may both be on the same side of the issue at hand. Even at this point, many doctors won't fuss or debate. Instead, some have what can seem like a strange, almost formulaic conversation with the patient, repeating virtually word for word what she tells them. I see your point, they might say. Every time you come in, we find some new procedure to do. Beyond this, many doctors say almost nothing until they're asked to. Whether one calls this a ruse or just being open to their patients, it works, oddly enough, nine times out of 10. People feel heard and like they have had an opportunity to express their beliefs and concerns. And at that point, they may finally begin to ask questions, voice doubts, even work through the logic themselves. And once they do, they tend to come around. So that's the end of the quote from Atul Gawande. I want you to think about this now, this question of how can you help your child change their own mind? And how can you make it safe for them to be heard and to reason through their own worries and wants. If you're not sure what the answer to this question is, go back, listen to this episode again. And then I want you just to trust your own intuition about what your child needs 
and see what happens when you try something new. If this episode resonated with you, you can check out our free resilience handbooks and online learning at www.everydaystrong.org. These tools tell you exactly what you can do to help the kids in your life feel safe, connected, and confident. You can choose to create a relationship with your children that will help them to learn to be resilient, regardless of the challenges life throws their way.